Today is Sunday, January 15th, 2023, and this... When we were first starting in this business, wasn't Vegas like a poison word? Wasn't it, was. it like, you don't, you know, you don't play Vegas until you're over and all Is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 860. Just thinking of all the amazing times that we've had here in Las Vegas. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you think that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we get there by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to 500 by Midnight. You look amused. I, d- I don't know. You don't know if you're amused? We'll find out, won't we? I just woke up like an hour ago. I know. So. I, you're jumping right in today. Uh-huh. Well, what better way to jump in than to talk about a wonderful place mm-hmm. to visit? Las Vegas. That's what we do here. Hey, before we jump into some news and some listener calls, we want to thank our beloved listeners, our patrons specifically. They support this show week in and week out, and there are many of them, and they are awesome. This week, I'd like to thank some of our longtime patrons, including Kevin Chang, John and Uta Lowry, Steve Parker, David Decker, Kate Cavallaro, Ray from Lethbridge, Thank you to these you. and all of our patrons for supporting the show. If you would like to join them, visit patreon.com slash five hundy. We throw some bonus content your way as our way of saying thank you. And that's how it works. All right. We've got a lot of immersive attractions to discuss this week. All right. As it seems to be every week now. Every week is immersive. We are in the era of immersive attractions in Las Vegas. So at some point there will become... we. There, there will be an oversaturation of immersion. Yep. And then we will see some of them dying out. And we've already had at least one, but um, I'm curious when that will be. Or they will just quit using the word immersive. And just say attraction. And they'll come up with some other, uh. some other marketing nonsense. All right. This is a big one. Area 15, the off-strip entertainment venue is preparing for a 20-acre expansion. That'll, I believe, more than double the size of the space they currently have. Uh, They have a chunk of land just north of the main building at Area 15. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently they're going to be wiping out some of the current buildings there to build a bunch of other stuff. Specifically, the thing that was announced this week is a 110,000-square-foot Halloween attraction, a year-round Halloween attraction from Universal Theme Parks. So that'll be something new. Mm-hmm. I think do, it'll do, do you quite like well. Do like to celebrate Halloween all year round? Uh, no, I'm not a big Halloween guy, but I think, um, yeah, I think this is going to be uh, very popular. So they're saying it will include a variety of unique, immersive, fantastic, horror-centric experiences, as well as bars and restaurants. Uh, Universal has a similar attraction. I don't know that they're calling it the same that they're giving it the same name, but they have mm-hmm. a Halloween Horror Nights attraction in Orlando and another one in L.A. Those are very popular, very well-reviewed, so they know what they're doing with this. Okay. And I think they use a lot of uh, their 
intellectual property related to horror movies mm-hmm. that that they own and tie that into some of the attra- different attractions within the uh, the thing <laughs> attraction within an attraction mm-hmm. um, the experiences within the attraction. So I also think uh, Universal's, you know, well-known brand, they seem to do well with their theme parks and stuff. Having them uh, with a Las Vegas presence seems to be a, a good tie-in, a good fit. Mm-hmm. I think this will do very well uh, for Area 15 and for Universal as well. So I look forward, to, I would maybe visit this. Like I said, I'm not really into the Halloween stuff that much, but if it's... Um, if it's convenient, and it, it is, it's not that far away. We've been mm-hmm. to Area 15 before. Um, and I'm curious to see what else they put into their 20-acre expansion. Uh, I have to give Area 15 some credit. They've done a really good job mm-hmm. in a relatively short amount of time. I mean, there was a lot of buildup, and it took a while for it to open, and then there was the pandemic shutdown and all that that slowed things down. But I think they opened in like mid, what, late 2020, somewhere in there. Um and they've expanded a couple times, adding more stuff. They added their, um, their whatever that projection thing is that they have over there. Yeah. Their immersive projection. Another immersive thing, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Luminarium or something like yeah. that. Uh, they've got Lost Spirits Distillery, which was added after they opened. So they have a few things they've, they've attacked on, but they seem to have a thing happening there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting people in and the fact that they're expanding this soon, this large yeah. is another good sign. So kind of cool that they set up this mm-hmm. entertainment district and mm-hmm. it almost seems like this is what, like the link, kind of the promise of the link, but on a grander scale, Yeah, you know, offer some good bars and restaurants and a lot of kind of interesting things to do. Mm-hmm. So good for them. Yeah. I would visit again if there was a reason to, and this universal thing would certainly be a reason to. Mm-hmm. They also have events, like they have, they've had a, a variety of musical events. Um, I know they have DJs and stuff regu- rel- relatively regularly, but they've used their parking lot like for, um, I think like the iHeartRadio secondary stage okay, and things like that. So they're doing stuff to get people over there. Good. Yeah, good for them. Happy to see that thrive. It's nice to have some different things happening in Las Vegas that are interesting. Since we're on the immersive attraction tip, I thought I'd give an update on one that we discussed a couple times. Uh, the Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones Dragons attraction. When we talked about that, I don't know about a month ago or so, we mentioned that it seemed like the location was likely going to be, or we thought the, the location would be at um, what was then Bally's and now Horseshoe. Mm-hmm. And I went back and looked at the um, the original permit that they that they filed, permit filing uh, for construction on that, on the, well, that somebody filed uh-huh. for the parking lot by the Caesars Employment Center at the back of Horseshoe. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that permit has been up, has been updated to specify that it is the Game of Thrones Dragons um, uh. attraction. So we don't have uh, an estimated opening date on that. It will take a while to build, so I'm guessing it'll be late 2023. Thank you for Max to chiming in for chiming in on that one as well. Would you like a play-by-play of what happened outside? No. Okay. No, I can pretty much guess. Um, moving along to Resorts World, that property announced another new immersive attraction i'm sick of saying it too coming this spring it's called transfix now this one is surrounded by that wonderful las vegas 
publicity hyperbole that we love so much. This isn't just an attraction. It sounds like it's going to change lives. So let's oh let's let's tell you how. Uh, it's described as the world's largest immersive art experience, and it offers. Screw in, you, Van Gogh people. This is bigger. It is. It offers the keys to unlimited possibility. Well, that's quite a promise. Huh. I don't know what the fuck it means. Are they going to hand you drugs on the way in? I don't, maybe. W- maybe. Maybe it will be a. Uh, you know, some states are starting to legalize hallucinogens. Mm hmm. Perhaps they're looking to the future and planning on that. I don't know. So this will be, uh, here's the here's the full description. Lots of nonsense here. All right. But you can maybe get a flavor or try to figure out what the fuck they're talking about. I'm not sure. Word salad. Explore a sprawling two-acre illuminated multi-level labyrinth filled with kinetic, interactive, and fire-breathing art sculptures, projections, and mind-bending sonic experiences. Well, that sounds like a lot. I, I'm guessing from two acres that they're using their outdoor space that they recently used for a holiday exhibit. Ah. Uh, which is good that they're using that space. Now, here's the best part, jumping back into their description. Oh, boy. We have a very, very important... This is labeled as a warning. Oh. Okay, so before you... If you're thinking, I don't know what this is, but it sounds wonderful. I want to check it out. Don't make your decision until you hear this. Warning. Warning. Participants may discover more than just staggering feats of artistic wonder, but new dimensions within themselves. Holy shit, I got to think about that. Mm-hmm. Do I want to discover new dimensions within do wanna, myself? Do you want to go on a journey of self-discovery I when you go to Vegas? I, don't, I mean, is this going to be like a... It's going to be like a vision quest where I have to choose a new name and what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> All right. Is this so, brought to you by the uh, people with the the towel ritual yeah, it might be. in the spa? It might be. the What do they call that guy? The, to- the towel snapper? I don't know what the <laughs> I don't towel wizard. Mm-hmm. It was the, something fancy. At the Resorts World Spa. Yeah. Um, they've got a lot going on there. So... Uh, they don't have a lot of information on their official website yet, but if you'd like to get on their mailing list to keep up with updates, you can visit transfixart.com. All right, we'll we'll see what that is. I have no idea whether or not I'm interested in visiting this thing. It's all, I mean, it can't possibly live up to anything that they just said, can it? Nope. People aren't going to wander out of there like, holy shit. I'm a new person. Oh, I've discovered dimensions within myself that I didn't know existed. No, they're going to go like, Wow, that's kind of kind of cool. Mm-hmm. They're doing some stuff with some lights and some some fire. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I do have to give again. I'm giving credit today. I gave credit to Area 15 uh, Resorts World. We were very skeptical before they opened. Of um, at that point, they were touting that they would have a lot of attractions, but mm-hmm. they were very light on details at the yes. time. As they've been around for a little bit more than a year now. Um, couple years i don't know anyway um they have done several things to bring people in in terms of attractions like this so um good to see that they're continuing to build that out and use their space Mm -hmm. um because they've got a lot of land there so we'll see if this is anything unlike those fuckers at virgin hotels we're coming up on two years since uh the executives there i think it was their president there said that they were planning on having well-known musicians unannounced just pop up and perform in their different like 
casino bars and shit. Mm-hmm. Not once have I seen a damn thing about that happening. <laughs> you fucking liars. Anyway. Wishful thinking on their part. Yeah, I know. Like, people are just going to fly. No, no, that's... They clearly had no plan for that. It was just, oh, that'd be cool if it happened. Yeah, it would, but you might want to work on that. You have to actually put some effort into it. Mm-hmm. Fucking Elton John's just not just going to show up and play in your shitty casino bar. <laughs> you okay? Need yeah, to I'm take okay, a minute. I'm okay. I'm, I'm all immersed. Huh. One more. We're going to do one more immersive attraction, then we can move on to other stuff. I'm kind of concerned with that that pivot from, I hate to say pivot, but the swerve, maybe, from you being all like new dimensions within yourself to being like, fuck those virgins, guys. What if you discovered a new angry dimension within yourself if you mm-hmm. went to that resorts world thing? Where I get even more annoyed. Yeah. A new level of annoyance deep within myself that uh-huh. I didn't know existed. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would probably destroy me. <laughs> oh, no, no. We don't want that. All right. There's something new happening at Luxor. They've put up construction walls. For something called Play Playground. There were pictures of this on Vegas Changes last night. Um, It's the former Rice and Company restaurant space. And um, no substantial details. So last night I spent way too much time trying to see if I could find any information on this. I found a couple things. There's an employment ad for a general manager that just describes it, described it as a new and exciting interactive gaming concept, which could be a number of different things. Um, because this isn't on the casino floor, it doesn't seem like it's gaming in terms of gambling, but right. rather playing games like video games and shit. So I thought maybe it'd be an arcade or something. I found some details on the people who are behind this. It's a company called Play Social Inc., and the executives there have a bunch of experience with things like escape rooms, and they've done some um, some work for different TV shows to have like branded escape rooms at trade shows and things like that. They had a um, the, like one f- for the Goldbergs where it was like a room from the house, and they had a bunch of different puzzles you had to solve. So whether it will be escape room centric, I don't know, but um, it kind of gives you an idea of the type of things. And they're they're making a big deal about how it'll be. Um, somehow tied into social media, and so mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be like a very Instagrammable thing. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, we'll keep an eye on that. Again, they have a website with few details, but you can sign up for a mailing list at playplayground.com. What TV show themed escape room would you be most desired to escape from? Oh, okay. So it's not necessarily that I enjoy the TV show; it's that I'd want to get away from it. Yes. Oh well. Hmm. Probably any of the Real Housewives um, franchise, Um, which you've never seen, but are no, just knowing they painfully aware of. Um, Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Coach, (laughs) coach, the old sitcom coach. (laughs) I don't. No, I don't feel strong that strongly about Coach. Thirty years after it aired. (laughs) Um. Cop Rock? <laughs> no, I'd stay if it was a Cop Rock exhibit. I'd I think I read that Cheryl Crow was in. I know. That's why. That's what brought it up. Yeah. She was in an episode of Cop Rock. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> Didn't know we were going to take that journey that back turn. in time mm-hmm. today. I'm glad we did, though. All right. That's enough for immersive experiences. Let's talk about some legit shows, um, almost residencies, specifically a newly announced six-night limited engagement at Planet Hollywood Zappos Theater from the Country 
group, The Chicks, formerly known as Dixie Chicks. Um, they're going to be doing six shows. In fact, they've called it Six Nights in Vegas, so I guess they won't be adding on anytime soon since that's <laughs> the name of the actual stint there. Uh, six shows between May 5th and May 13th. Tickets are $110 and up all in through Ticketmaster. If you want to get in the general admission pit, it's going to cost you just under $200. Um, I, despite the fact that I frequently will make snide comments about the country music genre, mm-hmm. I would consider seeing this. Oh, yeah. I like the, I like some of their music. Mm-hmm. They're talented. In fact, they played, I don't know if it was last year. I know, I know at one point when they played the Minnesota State Fair, I was like, I might consider going to that. And then we ultimately didn't. And then you realized it was at the state fair. Some of their stuff is a little too banjo uh, banjo forward yes. for my taste. But yes. overall, um, they've got some poppy stuff. They've worked with some other really good songwriters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our friend Donnie Mack was wondering if I was going to sing one of their big hits this week. Uh-huh. Um, Goodbye Earl. Is that the name of their big? Yes. I don't know that one. Um, so I'm not. Okay. But I will just say I'm not ready to make nice. I'm not ready to back down. Okay. All right, I'm not gonna sing. I don't have I don't have the pipes. I don't do oh. that much anymore. I've lost my confidence in my singing game. Oh. So yeah, if you're a fan of the chicks, check that out. I think they'll put on a good show. And um, yeah, good addition to the Las Vegas entertainment landscape. Speaking of Planet Hollywood, this is another follow up from several weeks ago. I had found a permit filing for the former PBR Rock Bar space at the Miracle Mile Shops. That suggested it was going to be a Mexican restaurant called Rosa Mexicano. I just wanted to confirm that has been officially announced now, and they're planning to open in late 2023. So if you're looking for a new Mexican place to eat in a convenient location, mm-hmm. you'll have one. There you go. Uh, now, this I, we don't often talk about South Point. It's kind of outside of our realm of things we give a shit about. However... <laughs> When I come across something that I see as a real game changer for Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. even if it's at a local's casino, I figure I better at least address it. And this one's really going to shake up the sports book world. Um, According to a filing in the past week, one of the most, uh, possibly the most popular feature at, at South Point, the sports book hot dog cart is going to be undergoing a significant, I would say game-changing transition mm. in the near future if they go forward with this plan. Um, according to the permit filing, the portable weenie wagon is going away. I know, people are gasping right now. Some having difficulty gathering themselves and understanding this news. Don't worry, I have good news for you. It's simply being replaced by a permanent Hot dog sales area, as they called it. (sighs) So you can still get your dogs. Crisis averted. They're making it more permanent. Mm. Uh, There's no word when they do go through the transition on whether or not they're going to be selling the outgoing hot dog carts weenie water or making it like a, you can get a cup if you put 100 points Uh. on there player's card that day or something. I don't know, but, or maybe they'll just transition it to the new, they'll just funnel the the old water, the old hot dog water into the new thing. Yeah. So anyway, big news down at South Point. I know that our listeners listen to this show for this type of breaking news Mm -hmm. and I just had to bring that to you. So um, do with it what you will. No timeline available. It hasn't been officially announced. This is coming directly from the 
construction permit information. $10,000 project, huh. by the way. So they're sparing no expense on, uh, on making the, this a fancy okay. Permanent hot dog vending place. Yep. I was talking to our pal Sportsbook Tom about this. I had uh, I was when I see breaking sportsbook news, I always let him know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were reminiscing about because, of course, uh, South Point is owned by the guy who used to own the Coast Casinos. Oh yeah. And we were reminiscing right. about both of our um, our early days in Las Vegas, where we'd live on cheap Coast Casino beer and and hot dogs and hot dogs. I think Barbary Coast didn't they have a a coupon in their fun book? Yeah. For a free hot dog and beer or 50 cent or some... It was super cheap anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Even I've without had, the coupon. I've had plenty of those dogs yeah. in my time. Yeah. Yep. I've, I've had a dog or two at... Sure. What was then Barbary Coast. Yep. So, there you go. You can still... It's probably the same batch that they're serving <laughs> at South Point these days. All right. Moving along. We've got a little outrage. <laughs> This week, rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. In outrage. This is bullshit. All right, I like that intro. I did a good job on that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Uh, the uh, take your hand and pat yourself on the back. No, I did that once a year ago, and I hurt myself. Oh. Uh, yeah, we had multiple listener reports this week about some updates at Cosmopolitan, which, of course has recently changed ownership to MGM Resorts. And while we haven't seen a ton of changes there yet, there is one that is significant for video poker players. The bar top video poker machines have been replaced. They have a new curved screen type machine. Um, I don't know if I've played those curved screens. They're becoming a little bit more common. I don't know. I don't know if I've, I know I've seen references to them, but I don't think I've played them yet. Um, So we'll see if, if it's a positive or negative experience at some point. Uh, however, more importantly, the drink ticket system for when you're gambling and you earn drink tickets, which you can then redeem at mm-hmm. the bar, uh, that is gone. It is history replaced by MGM's light system. They have little colored lights on the back of the machine that will indicate to the bartender whether you've been playing at a pace reasonable enough to earn your comped beverages. Hmm. For the most part, this is a wash. However, the outrage comes in because uh, one of the benefits of the drink ticket system over the light system is inevitably it was pretty easy to accumulate extra tickets. Oh, yeah. Which could be used in a couple different ways. One, we use this many times, getting up to leave at the end of a session, cash them out for bottled waters, bring them back to the room. You're well stocked on Fiji for the day or for mm-hmm. the week. So that was a nice, a nice plus. Uh, the other thing is that they would allow you to use multiple drink tickets for their premium cocktails. So, for example, if you wanted something off of the menu at Chandelier, you could do that if you use two tickets instead of one rather than just getting your you know your basic booze. Right. So Cosmo, since its opening, has had a very generous beverage program for, mm-hmm. for gamblers, and it's one of the things that uh, certainly drew us in uh, <laughs> in the early days and kept us sitting for oh. all book and stage all too many hours at the late great book and stage bar oh my god yes um so yes a change there and uh i guess i understand i understand the outrage on that one Mm -hmm. the dismay not surprising we knew it was going to happen when the ownership change Mm -hmm. occurred but still a bummer to lose 
some aspect of a benefit. You're still getting yeah. comp for drinks. It's just you're getting the basic stuff and not uh, fancy drinks. And right. It took a while for Cosmo's ticket thing to, because for a while, oh yeah, it was bad. Well, that's because... one of the things we can outrage <laughs> often. I is filled with mockery, you know, underlying mockery for me, um, because well, this is a, somewhat of an example, but. I suspect we had did a week in outrage when Cosmo implemented its drink tickets. I'm pretty to begin sure with. we did. Yeah, yeah, because it, oh, it was the end of the world, and mm-hmm. and and now it's like oh, the drink ticket system wasn't bad um, compared to this, which is not as good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I am moderately amused by the um, evolution of that. Yeah, we go from hating the drink tickets to accepting the drink tickets to mourning their demise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. The circle of life. Above above all, it's still better when you don't have any of this and you mm-hmm. just are getting... I, anytime the bartender swings by and says, hey, you need anything? Oh, the best is when they don't even ask you and just, just give you another one. <laughs> there is that too. That's the sign of a, an attentive Vegas bartender. Mm-hmm. They know what you... They know what you've been drinking. Yep. They see your glass is empty. Yep, they hook you Here's up. Here's another one. All right, that's it for updates this week. We do have a few listener calls I'd like to get to if you're up for it. Sure. All right. Let's start. Oh, what if I said no? Then I'd say, okay, we'll hold them for next week. Okay. You the boss, lady. I am? No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's start off with one of our international callers. Well, hello, Tim and Michelle. This is Martijn, your biggest fan from Holland. Uh, guess what? We just came back from a six-night uh, trip to Las Vegas. I went with my 17-year-old son and my 21-year-old nephew. Uh, we had an absolute blast. Stayed at the Cosmo for three nights and Resorts World for three nights. Um, the Cosmo has always been my favorite hotel, but I have to say uh, Resorts World is getting close. It's such a nice property. People are nice. Great rooms, great view. Lots of food options, so we really liked it there. Uh, we did a lot this trip. Uh, highlight of the trip was uh, Bruno Mars. We went to his concert at uh, Dolby Live. Uh, 10 out of 10, superb performance. Crowd were really into it. There was a superb light show, dancing. Uh, he, he's a great performer. So if you get a chance, go and see Bruno Mars. Uh, went to see the Neon Boneyard and Brilliant Jackpot. Uh, I was a bit anxious that the kids wouldn't like it because obviously they're not Vegas nerds like me uh, yet, but they absolutely loved it. We did the guided tour. Um, they, they adored the Stardust uh, sign, which is, of course, uh, super uh, uh, well-designed. Um, so that, that was a great trip. We uh, uh, visited the Las Vegas Golden Knights, saw a game ringside, so that was a great experience. Um, took my nephew for his first craps session, uh, and won 2K, so I think I created a monster there. Uh, that was uh, very good. Uh, Mike Hammer, Four Queens, a small room, great show. Um, we really enjoyed that. We also saw Kevin Hart, uh, which was a bit of a disappointment. Uh, he is not that funny, actually. He acts funny, but he, he, he is not that funny. Um, there were two really stupid, obnoxious hecklers behind us uh, that were thrown out after about three quarters of an hour. Uh, but still, we didn't really enjoy Kevin Hart. So, of course, the fireworks on the strip, uh, that was uh, pretty awesome. Um, 
had dinner at Buffet's uh, and Barry's uh, for some wonderful steaks. Um, also went to Chica's in the Venetian. Uh, if you uh, want a nice tip, get the Flaming Skull dessert. It's like a golden chocolate uh, skull, uh, which they set on fire, and there's all kinds of goodies uh, underneath there. Okay, that's it. Guys, love the show, as you know. Um, yeah, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, thanks so for that So good call. to hear from you. Very good to hear from, from him. I... Um we have we are very very popular in Holland as a result of Martijn mm-hmm. spreading the word about Five Hundred over the years and being an evangelist for this podcast. So thank you for our surging popularity <laughs> in in that great great nation. Um, Does the flaming skull dessert count as something you would order tableside because it features fire? Probably. I yeah. I'm just intrigued by the flaming skull. Mm-hmm. I, I would very much consider giving that a shot uh, sometime. So thank you for that recommendation. Glad you had a wonderful trip. Yes. And uh, keep spreading the word. <laughs> when we when we come to Holland for our, you know, to accept whatever award the government decides to give us mm-hmm. for being treasures, um, we'll, we'll have you there and thank you for, okay. for your support. All right, moving along to our next caller. Well, hello, podcasting. Kim Michelle, it's Cam and Patty. Uh, just giving a call. We've been in Vegas uh, since January 30th. Sorry, December 30th. Oh, uh, four days, three days over to Palm Springs and drove back today. Arrived at the South Point. And I got to tell you, I know you haven't been here. I don't think you have, but what a hidden gem. This has become our go to place. Decent, really decent rooms, good pool. Great food options, uh, nine to five video poker, five dollar blackjack. You play two hands at five bucks. And oh my god, just hit a, uh, Deuces Wild on the 50 cent for 500 bucks. That's my, actually my third Deuces Wild on this trip. Anyways, my wife said, don't phone. You're a bit hammered. Don't do it. Anyways, toodaloo. Call again. All right. I'm <laughs> you glad you like did call. A great time. And I'm I'm disappointed in your wife for discouraging the drunk call. <laughs> so um, thank you for ignoring her advice and calling us with that update on South Point. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're having a good time there. Yeah. Speaking of people who love South Point, let's uh, check uh, in here <laughs> with our old friend Mike E. You may remember a couple weeks ago, I uh, took him to task for. Possibly not being the level of Vegas snob, of all-around snob that he claims Mm -hmm. because he flew southwest, Mm -hmm. and he decided to call with our rebuttal, and I'm glad he did, to give us some insight into his thought process and why he made that choice. Okay. Here he is. Hi, Tim. It's Mike E. Uh, Just responding to the shade shade you're throwing on my way. Yes, I am the Vegas snob. Uh, that's VegasNot.com. And yes, I did just write 4,200 words on a villa at the Mirage. That's uh, one word for every two square feet of living space in that room. Uh, and yes, I did fly southwest on my most recent trip, and you're probably wondering why. Well, let me explain, Tim. You see, we do have JFX, which you and your listeners can use my referral code E9BX9K. Once again, that's E9BX9K. 
to fly JSX, and they do operate out of the private terminals of Orange County Airport, which is my local airport that, of course, I only take an Uber Black to, but that's, you know, besides the point. Uh, but that being said, they used to be $200 round trip, and now they're running about 600 if you book very early. And add my parents to that as I take them for their birthdays. That's an $1,800 flight. And to be honest, I'd rather spend that money on two nights at the Skyloft. Now, to write, I do have other options, including uh, Frontier and Allegiant, and uh, I'd rather not. So we're left, left with Southwest. Oh, Delta used to fly out of Orange County. And, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I took them, I mean, I fly first class on that all the time, and I take them all the time, but they stopped that service. So that leaves us with Southwest. Southwest, 140 bucks round trip. I breathe through with TSA pre-check. I get drunk at the bar. I've got good-fitting N95 masks, so I don't have to smell my other passengers. And in 39 minutes, I'm in Vegas. That's the explanation. What can I say? Uh, hope you understand, Tim. Don't forget my referral code, E9BX9K. If, <laughs> if enough of you guys use that, I'll fly JSX more often. Thanks. All right. All Appreciate right. that well-thought-out response. Mm-hmm. And uh, the extra dose of Vegas snobbery that you included there. So if you, so I, okay, I, I accept his, uh, his, his explanation. So if you want to learn more about Mikey, visit his website, frugalvegasnob.com. <laughs> I um, normally wouldn't be a fan of that much shilling for somebody's, um, you know, somebody's personal discount code mm-hmm. or referral code. Um, yeah, somebody should probably tell Mikey that that code doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so I'll be that person. <laughs> All right. Thank you for all our callers. If you would like to join them, we don't require nor request nor expect snobbery to the level of Mikey's, um, but we like your or reviews. Or drunkenness to the level of Cam's. Right on. Or international charm to the level of Martine. There we go. We just we just complimented all of our callers. Mm-hmm. Um, call with your reviews, your updates, your Las Vegas stuff. 702-866-9494. We love to hear from you. Before we go, we have a few Karma donations that came in via PayPal this week. So we thank the following folks for those. Sergio, celebrating his 29th birthday, doing a solo trip, leaving mom at home, I guess. Going to be at Downtown Grand. I actually was at Downtown Grand. This trip already happened a couple oh. days ago. Um, oh, and he's still there. Okay, so he was at Downtown Grand. I should mm-hmm. read ahead. And now he's at Cosmo. He's going to Awakening, driving tanks over cars. Ooh, that sounds fun. Having a spa day at Cosmo and emotionally preparing himself for the inevitable Minnesota Vikings heartbreak. Which will occur either today or next week. Yep. I am pretty sure. Well, Well, happy birthday anyway. You're in the right place to comfort yourself. Yes. And have a wonderful time with the rest of your trip. Greg and Janine with a karma donation for a quick trip, the 20th to the 23rd, to celebrate my cousin's 50th. Um, I hope your cousin has a good 50th and you have a good time. Mm-hmm. Slumming at the Strat, Beers at the Arts District, and Live Music on Fremont. Sounds like a great time. Yep. Have a wonderful time doing all of those things. Kevin and Jessica with a karma donation celebrating our two-year anniversary. They made a karma donation on Podcast 777. Nice. Yep. Um, congratulations. Congratulations on two years. That's awesome. Hoping for their first Royal or hand pay. Oh, I hope so. 
that would be a good way to celebrate. I hope it's awesome. And thank you for your support of the show. Finally, longtime listener Carl in Indy heading to Vegas on Thursday for five nights at Cosmo for his seventh farewell to identity trip. We don't know yet when the identity program will be going away. I think it's going to be a while still, but um, so you can keep piling those trips on your version of the farewell to Mirage voyage. Mm -hmm. Just keep doing it over and over again. Looking forward to checking out Proper Eats, visiting old favorites like Chino Poblano and hopefully some decent video poker. He also encouraged us to visit Cafe El Teatro, which we discussed the last couple shows, um, and to record inquiries about their design motifs and artisanal fare. Okay. That may happen. We'll see. All right. Thank you to all of these folks for their PayPal donations this week. We do appreciate your support of the show and uh, hope you all have a great time. Anything else before we get out of here? Nope. I'm just going to cuddle under my blanket and get cozy for the rest of the day. Sounds like a good Sunday plan. Watch a little football. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to say, our, um, this is it's been a while since we've had a podcast appearance from Max, and he both barked and had a long drink of water during the show, mm-hmm. making himself known to our listeners. Yes. So, Thanks, Max. Welcome back, Max, you little fucker. <laughs> 500bymidnight.com is the website. If you have Dear Tim and Michelle questions, you can send them to 500gmail.com. And again, that voicemail line is available to any time, day or night, at 702-866-9494. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back soon with another show. And until then, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.